Welcome to Have a Shift Day Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Jake. I'm Megan. And welcome to episode two. We have a lot to discuss. I've been gone for the past six days. Uh, you two have been watching the Pens games. So? You haven't missed much, Nick. I haven't missed much? All I've you've missed s- is just suffering and pain. I've been stuck Except watching... on Thursday. That was no, not Thursday. suffering and pain. We... Yeah, the game I was supposed to go to that we talked about last week, I unfortunately didn't get to. And Megan got to buy ticket and Yay. went. Since you're we wo- won, does that mean I'm not banned from the arena? Yes, yeah. it also <laughs> means you're welcome for the free ticket, by the way. Oh, thanks. I was going to pay Jake back, but he was like, no. I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> I insisted. I insisted, but no. Okay, so speaking of the games from last week, I guess we'll just... We'll go in order. We'll start with the Stars game, which that was a 4-1 loss. What what went wrong in that game, specifically? Uh, Alex Nadalkovich. I mean, what were you doing there? <laughs> Going outside oh the net. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think that was their third goal, right? They were, they were down two in the third. and I, I believe so. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I knew <laughs> they weren't coming back. That. Was, was that the goal that you broke yeah, your phone? Yeah, <laughs> get in this story. What? Yeah, so oh, we, no. were, we were uh, watching the, uh, the Stars-Pens game. I come back from, was I getting, I was getting the pizza, right? Me and Drew were just about to go get the pizza. And I look and I just see this dude throw his phone onto the table. Like, not even that hard, but it just wouldn't turn on the rest of the night. Oh, no. So <laughs> I was in panic mode. He was. I literally had to go and sleep on this guy's couch so he wouldn't miss uh, our 8 a.m. class. Oh, my gosh. Guess, guess who's teaching at 8 a.m. class? Issa! <laughs> so another side story in our lost audio files from last week. We were, we just went on a rant. Dr. Issa. Not really a rant. Just more so a um, the goat. Discuss, short discussion about Dr. Issa. All good things. All good things. But <laughs> that was like our second take that got lost. Tell unfortunately. about uh, when you're talking you in. Oh yeah, oh Jake. My gosh. So literally, We're I don't. Getting way off. I don't remember why, because it's been a long week. Um, but all I remember is you I asked for up, covers. Oh yeah, I asked for a blanket, and Jake's like, "Okay." And then I see him like saying, "Do you want this blanket?" And I was like, "Sure," and like expecting him just to hand it to me. No, bro, unfolded <laughs> it, put it over me, and literally tucked me in. <laughs> What did I say? Thanks, Dad, or something like that? You said thanks, Dad. I felt like a dad so much. <laughs> you did. You look like a dad, dude. I felt like a dad, dude. <laughs> felt like you were like my older brother or something doing that. It was kind of funny. I appreciate you, the sacrifice, Nick, for it was, it was getting fun. me to that first So what's, what's the status on your phone? Is your phone on the oh, it's IR? Working. It's working. Yeah, it's, he texted good. me at like 7.30 the next morning. Hey, my phone's working. You can leave. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. Then I saw him at class. Yeah, and I saw him at class. It's great. Speaking of Issa, by the way, he never emailed me what I missed yesterday in class. So he didn't oh. miss much. Did I not? No. Did we have like a quiz or something? Yeah, he missed that. Oh. He actually didn't miss a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't miss I a lot. Missed a quiz. <laughs> All right, I'll just find out. Oh wait, today's Monday. Today so. is Monday, dude. I don't know. People what day will it be is. listening on Tuesday. Yep. I literally have lost track of the days. I've been in Canada oh, no. for so long. Oh my. All right, stars. Yeah, back to the actual game. Okay, the one game I watched this week. Um, they looked good in the first. I mean, that's the same story yeah. of every game. They look good in Pretty the much. first. And then they fall asleep in the second. Exactly. 
then they didn't really stand a chance in the third. Stars just shut them down. <laughs> well, keep in mind, Ned was apparently injured, and we didn't know about that. So Yeah, that was really a big disappointment. Just him being injured and also him losing, too, because last week you had predicted he would start for this. I did, that and I game. was right, because I'm him. Yeah. and <laughs> You are him. And you said Russ would score the first goal, so good, also good right, job, Nick. I'm also him. But... I think like he could have definitely done well. I don't know if he was injured early in the game. It didn't or... look like he was injured. No, it didn't. I had no idea. When they I announced... was like, I didn't know till the next day. And exactly. Also, I was pe- like going back and forth with my brain between that and Frozen Frenzy, which we will get to that too. Yeah. But I was I was upset because I was expecting him to do good, maybe give the team a little jolt, but he didn't, and yeah. completely <laughs> really showed when he came out of the net on that third goal like we had mentioned that that made me so sorry flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh Nadalkovic, he's on long-term ir he has to miss a minimum of 10 games in 24 days he's week to week with a lower body injury so yeah that's it's brutal that's brutal you, you hate to see it that was the takeaway from that game mm-hmm. yeah well, we can go to a little bit more positive game with the yes. Avalanche. Yes. From our my, well, the game I was supposed to go to, and then Megan took my ticket because I had a family emergency. I was offered. I did not Yeah, you seem like it's a fat. Yeah. No, <laughs> Megan was offered, to be fair. And I'm yeah. glad because, like, if anyone, if Jake would have invited anyone else, I probably would have been mad. But, like, I'm glad you invited Megan over, like, some random person. <laughs> some random yeah, I told my brother I went, and he's like, nice invite. I'm like, I'm the one who got invited. So, Your brother's relax. still, there's a fourth mic oh, here. Oh, speaking of which, we, mm, we'll do it later. Um, don't let me forget, I have to read a statement from my brother, because he listened to the show last week. What a stud. <laughs> Beauty, certified. And he wanted to make a statement Goat. about the Coyotes. So. Oh, what, the about the Coyotes? We will get... There's Yotes fans out there? Yeah, my brother's one of the two. <laughs> we will read his statement later. But okay, okay, okay. The Avs game. They were just... They kept the pressure on, like, the entire game. Power play again was nothing, really. But they just... That was the best game of the season by far. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. From start to finish, they looked so good. I mean, Raleigh Smith getting two in the first... You know, got the the Penguins got the momentum right away, and they they never let go. It was a really impressive game defensively. As Dry, he was spectacular with the <laughs> shutout, second of the year, and yeah, it was all around just a great game at home. Yeah, it was definitely good to see them not fall asleep in the second, especially getting like another goal to further that lead. Yeah, and especially the third line with Doc Eller and Sohorna. They looked great this game. They were all over the offensive zone in the ice, and Eller got his first as a Penguin. Oh, yeah. So you love to see that. And, yeah, as I said, the defense led to the offense, which I would like to see more out of the Penguins. For sure. For sure. I have to double-check because there was some confusing things I was seeing with Zahorna getting sent to the minors and someone else getting called up. But, like, I feel like they kept doing that to, like, some with the cap, things. yeah, exactly. And I don't know, like, if he's still up or not. I mean, we're recording this before the Penguins Ducks game, so the lines are probably out. Watching by this now. third line with Sohorn, it makes you think, how did Sohorn he? Is how still did, up here. How did he? How did he not make this team out of camp? I don't know. Like, what happened here? 
Come I don't on. know. That chemistry <laughs> that he has with O'Connor is definitely there. Yeah. Like, Eller is... O'Connor's due center. for his first goal. Oh, for sure. Hopefully he's been he'll so get close. it tonight. Another thing here, the penalty kill for the Pens has been spectacular. Oh, yeah. Five for five this game. Uh, Malkin had a high sticking, which led to a four-minute penalty. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, you know, the boys killed it off. The, the crowd was loving that. And, yeah, so it was great to see that. Five, five out of five. Something that the Pens really struggled in last year. And for them to be successful from this point from this point of the season, you'd love to see it. And that's how we're going to win some more hockey games. For sure, yeah. Definitely. I, like you said, with the defense leading to the offense, we definitely need the defense to be better. I mean, we've been saying that for the past, like, three weeks. But we need them to be better so the offense themselves can be better. Another note on the PK, it's 84% this year. Ooh, it's nice. very good. Very good. Love to see it. But yeah, defense leads to offense. And I really haven't seen the game like that. Like, that was the only game I feel like we we played spectacular defense. But it also helps that you already made some great saves. Yeah, and it... As the goalie is your, your best penalty killer. Which it seems, looking at the Senators game, which I guess we'll, we can move on to if we've got nothing else from the Avs game. But... <laughs> no, I think we're good. I, I got nothing to add for this game. I didn't watch a single second of it. Sid had a wicked wrist shot. You love to see that. Yeah. And also the Battle of Nova Scotia between uh, Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby. It was great to see uh, Makar and uh, all those guys. They got some stars on that team, so it was fun to watch those guys. Also, we must note, I am 2-0 and going to see the Penguins play the Avalanche. I am 2-0. That's clutch. Mm-hmm. Clutch. So you're saying we're going to have to fly you out to Colorado next week? <laughs> Wait, next week? Next game. They play oh. each other. Uh, maybe. Think about it. Don't know if we've got the funds for that, but it'd be nice to go see my one friend. Because I haven't seen her in a few years. But <laughs> moving on to the Saturday game. Now, I didn't watch much of this game. I was there. Yeah, so Jake. <laughs> yeah, Jake, you're going you're gonna to carry this <laughs> you one. You have to because... carry this one. Because all I know is that we had a ton of shots. And no only goals. two went in. Yeah, I mean. Jari, the... Jari, Jari and the defense seem to be Jari was bipolar Jari with the last two off. games. Like, Jari is saving things left and right. I don't know how he's saving some things. Defense is being incredible. And then there's just this. So. The thing about the Jari, like we signed for five years. We knew the inconsistency, inconsistency was a problem. Here it is on display. You have a shutout against the Avalanche, and you can't make a save against the Senators. And also, in the first period, the Penguins had all the momentum. I think they outshot the Senators by, like, 10 at least. And But, no, Jari couldn't make a save. They scored two goals, one on the power play, then one Kachuk scored. I mean, he's a dog. He's going to he's gonna get his goals. But, yeah, the, uh, the penalty uh, – I mean, the Penguins had two power plays in the first. They couldn't convert. And, I, and they were they were trying to find themselves out of this two de, two zero deficit, and they just couldn't get out of it. What do they need to change on the power of play to actually get things going? Because on paper, it's like an incredible power play, but nothing's going through. Todd Reardon, <laughs> shoot the puck, please. Preach. I think we said that last week too. Shoot, shoot, shoot it, shoot it, someone, <laughs> guys. The puck goes in the net. That is how you score in hockey. 
please. I feel like on net. Obviously, they pass. They're trying to make the perfect play. They pass too many times. But I feel like when they finally do take a shot, it's like the worst shot possible because there's like 50 (laughs) people in front of them. Obviously, not 50 people. Then we wouldn't be on the power play. But it's just like everyone's in front of them, and they're like, "Oh, I can shoot now." No, don't don't shoot then. I mean, that kind of kind of goes with what they're like trying to do is find the perfect play but they don't yeah. when they finally shoot it's just I don't know, yeah i don't know how you feel about this but like i feel ever since that detroit game carlson just hasn't been good enough carlson has the best game of the year it's like i i, I don't have to do anything for, <laughs> for for the next few games and, I feel and like, we didn't even win that game. yeah i feel like this power play they, they just don't have an identity <laughs> like they don't have the guy that's going to shoot the puck yeah like I know. so like gino shoot it from the top get guys by the net you score the goal yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not it's not overcomplicated. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're actually putting uh, they actually put Riley Smith on the power play now. So was he not on either unit before? He was on the second one. He was on the, the second, second unit. They, looks better they, than the first. Yeah, they up, and they Jeff up, Carter's on the second one. Oh dear. Yeah, they bumped him up to the first unit. I think for tonight. They did. I love that. Think, I think so. Smith. Smith with, with his chemistry with Malkin. And I was gonna say Smith now it's and on Malkin, display with the power play. You love to see it. Yeah. Trying to find power play lines from practice this morning. Yeah, the power play, 10% and 27th in the league. I know. It's, it's brutal. Hard to watch. They look very, very brutal. Um, also, going back to the shots, that first period, Penguins had 23, Senators had 7. Yeah. Which is just abysmal. They couldn't buy a goal. They literally couldn't buy a goal. Yeah. And meanwhile, Yajari just giving out goals. According to uh, Haley Hunter, um, Riley Smith is going to be on the top pairing. Yes. For the Penguins, <laughs> replacing Brian Russ, who will go down Todd. to the second power play Muted. unit. So, yeah, there you go. Good Let's to go. know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll generate something, especially with Malkin and Smith now being on the top unit together. Yeah. Smith's a player. I love they've Smith. Been so... Riley Smith is very good. They've been very good together already. Yeah. Raquel... Is Raquel still in the top unit? I think so. Raquel needs to wake up. I'm yes. sorry. He doesn't have a career <laughs> No, he hasn't had that good of a start of the no. year at all. No, hopefully. But him was said. Again, like I said, we're recording this before the Ducks game, which is going to start in like 10 minutes. But maybe we'll have, I guess they won't really be live reactions. It'll be, a, it'll be live for us. You'll live for us. Time. The score will be known when this is posted tomorrow. Yeah. So... So we'd be, like, okay. celebrating, like, a one nothing lead, and then they lose, like, 8-1. And we're don't, gonna say, look, that. Like, don't say that. Don't say that. So we'll just <laughs> check the score and be like, oh, it's this. Oh, it's this. So we won't we won't celebrate too early. You can't. Knowing. You can never can't. Exactly. No. I never, like, say, oh, my gosh, we're going to get a shutout when it's 4 nothing. Shut. But... I think that's it for the. I think that's it for the pens. You want to move on to frozen frenzy now? Well, we cap that. We're not. We're not. Trying to make sure. The, do you well, want to get into Carlson? Yeah, because um, oh yeah, we mentioned Carlson, Carlson is a little kind of taking a step back since that Detroit game, but he's returning to San Jose on Saturday when the Penguins travel there and play at ten o'clock our time. So I'm staying up for that. Oh, for of sure. course I am. Oh, yeah. We're going student center it. at 10 o'clock? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Bet? Yeah. Don't break let's your go. phone at... Yeah, don't break your... <laughs> okay. That's a one-time thing. No, listen, listen. If the Penguins lose to the Sharks, I will break my phone alongside right. him. 
I won't break my phone. Please. No, I will. Neither of you break your phones. No promises. I need to communicate with the, the both of you. For this, no the purpose of the against show. The sharks. Yeah, we need to win against the sharks. Sharks. I can't talk. Okay. I mean, the sharks haven't won a game, so yeah. it shouldn't be a problem. So on my no, way- don't say that. Don't say they shouldn't be a problem. They shouldn't. Shush. They're terrible. Be quiet. Shush. That's how the penguins work. It's like, oh, it shouldn't be a problem, and then it's a problem. <laughs> Well, it's they beat the oh, it works. They beat the this team. Exactly. We beat the Avalanche, so no one else should be a problem. But the Senators were clearly a problem. The Ducks might Joy be a problem. Was a problem. The Ducks might be a problem. Everyone is a problem. I, I go into this to every game with like medium expectations, depending on the team. If you, it's ne- like, you never know what you're going to get. Like the we Senators. Lost to the I was, Blackhawks, people. The Blackhawks I had better expectations for. Oh, didn't we all? Avalanche, I had low expectations. Yeah. I, I walked into that game thinking you you were going to get swapped. We literally had pr- last-minute predictions, and both of us said they would lose. And you both said they would lose on the podcast I last said week. they were going to lose, and I still stood by that. They gave me nothing to think they would win. <laughs> and they're not giving that again. I, I've been so negative. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? If the Penguins win tonight... I need a win. Let's go. I honestly on, think boys. they will. Let's go. I, I'll be so much I'll go, be boys. a lot more confident. Get back, get back in the winning ways here. Yes, but... They, they got this. Dead last in the East. Talk, they got this. Oh, don't tell me that. Isn't that crazy? We're dead last in the Eastern it's Conference. It's good. Shush, shush, shush. Anyway. Uh, Carlson. Moving. <laughs> this has just turned into a big, long event. <laughs> okay, anyway, Eric Carlson is making his return to San Jose. Thank, Megan. Thank you, Nick, for getting You're us welcome. back on track. <laughs> So, on my way over here, we had the um, Penguins pregame radio on, and they were talking about how Carter Kell has no goals. We've mentioned that, too. But, like, scoring against your former team is a great time to get going in your scoring. Do you think back this Saturday? Obviously, we want Carlson Carlson to get going tonight. But do you think this Saturday against the Sharks could definitely be another time to get him going, get a good jolt? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great time. Good I thought time. I thought actually you were going to mention Raquel playing yeah. Anaheim tonight. I thought that's, that's what, I, you, thought that's what I thought you were going yeah. with that. Well, it, it was some because like I think Raquel could definitely get because like if you if you think that Carlson could get his game back up against San Jose, I don't see why Raquel can't do that yeah, tonight exactly. against his former team. It's just a matter of time. Even though Raquel Anaheim's here, I I could see Raquel scoring tonight. Just oh, a matter yeah. of time. Exactly. He's too good of a player not. To, oh yeah, not absolutely, to score. absolutely. Like scoring is his specialty. It's always good to get a goal against your former team. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. I definitely feel like both for Raquel against the Ducks and Carlson against the Sharks, these could definitely be two really good times to, like, help jumpstart their offense for the rest of the year. Because Carlson has, like, has he had any points since that Detroit game? I don't know. Um, I don't think he does. I don't don't think so. I don't think so. We'd have to look that up, but. I'm going to go no. I yeah. want to say no to both of these players. Really need to get going offensively. I feel like Latang needs to get going a little bit too. Latang like has he's, been. Slow he's been a little quiet. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, but I think with him not getting the power play one time, it's also tough for him. Yeah, offen- to get those offensive point. numbers up. But he's doing his thing with his. He's doing his things with uh, Graves, which have been a great tandem so far. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Still, the top two pairs have been good. How about the the third pairing? Because that third pairing has, well, not on Tuesday night. It was um, 
Ryan Shea and John Ludwig. Unfortunately, Ludwig got injured his first NHL game, which you hate to see, but... That was that was tough to watch. Yeah. Go got nailed. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad. I was uh, like, you, oh, no. But he tried to get the boys going. It just didn't. No, I respect that play, though. You got to respect like, that, though. He tried yeah. to absolutely yeah. lay. I don't even it remember was... who he tried to hit. He tried to, like, lay him out, and he got the worst end of it. Yeah, it sucked. was just like, because watching it back, I'm like, oh, he's the one who hit him. Why yeah, is he, he hurt? He, that, that's just how the Penguins' luck have been this year. Player Honestly. goes to lay out another player, and he's the one who gets knocked out. Yeah, down, but I like, like to see more physicality from this oh, team. Oh, for sure. This I love team that. lacks that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, we said earlier the defense overall was really good against Colorado. Shea, I've been impressed with Shea so far. Good. I remember that first game. You were, and when we were watching the Stars game, you kept going, "Shay, you suck!" Oh no, my no, god! No. He, he turned it around. And then the I guess yeah, he's what, turned it around. What did you I see left. at the Senators game on Saturday with Shay and Rui? It was more like who we've been watching. More kinda. with Shay offensively. I thought he was a lot better. Like he did a nice spin around uh, to get the puck in the offensive zone, which I liked. And yeah, it seems like we're playing the offensive zone. When he's on the ice, so that's good to have. Especially yeah. you really want to have at least someone. They don't have to be an Eric. You don't have to have an Eric Carlson on no, all we're three not D pairings. For that, no. We just need someone who could generate a little bit of offense. Like get a couple shots, not like ten every game. Maybe pucks on net three. Yeah, yeah. Pucks on net. But moving on to Frozen Frenzy, which just as a reminder was the NHL's version of NFL Red Zone. All sixteen. No. All 32 teams were playing in 16 games. I know I screwed that up in one of our takes <laughs> last week. Oh, it's okay. That take got lost, thankfully Good. and it's unfortunately, because that was also with the Dr. Issa take, unfortunately. Most legendary take. Live, love, Dr. Issa. <laughs> yes. for real. But, um, I mean, personally, I thought it wasn't horrible. I feel like there were some times <clears throat> where they were just doing a little, like, yeah. theatrics. And they were also showing replays. And I'm like, okay, just get to the actual game. Because there was, I think it was Buffalo and Ottawa. They were like... They loved that game. They Well, they loved that game. But that was also like a crazy game. That was a crazy game. Because who... And Nick was remember. going crazy because didn't she have like a huge... Okay, I, I didn't. Oh, no. My It was uh, my dad. Oh, he, right. I gave him like... I gave him like... I think I gave him 16... I gave him 16 teams to bet on to win. I and saw people. someone get all 16 games, and it, they, their payout was like $13,000. Holy. No, I'm actually, because he took nine of my 13, and seven of the nine hit. The only ones that didn't hit were um, the Red Wings lost because of that stupid miscall of uh, when Swartz threw his stick, and they didn't call it. And then the Kraken went down the ice and scored. And if they would have called it, Detroit would have gotten a power play and probably have won the game. And then the only other team that lost that uh, of the teams he took was Ottawa, which nearly mm-hmm. completed the comeback. Yeah. So, like, so. getting back on that, Ottawa was down and they were, it was, score was five to four. And there's like 30 seconds left. And they were showing the replay of all the goals on Frozen Frenzy. <laughs> I'm like, guys. Get to the game. It's 30 seconds. Anything yeah. can happen in 30 seconds. We need to see. Which, there was a timeout that I think either Ottawa or Buffalo had taken. So, like, there was nothing going on. But if there wasn't a timeout and they were showing all these replays, I would have been kind of upset if it just came back and, oh, there's the empty netter. So. 
I, I thought overall though, like we were watching the Pens and Stars game when all this was going on, but like flipping through the channels, I thought it looked pretty pretty. Strong. I liked it. Yeah. It, got, it got really high praise on uh, Twitter. So there's a lot going on. It was there was a lot going on. There yeah. were two. There were two overtime games that night, and they stayed on both of those overtimes for like the entirety of them. Yeah, that was awesome. Obviously, unfortunately, one of those overtimes was Anaheim versus Columbus, so not the most exciting teams to watch. But <laughs> overtime is it. still exciting overall, and it's good that they were able. Uh, they stayed yeah. on oh, those. Yeah. So like, oh, here's overtime. Yeah. Have at it. Watch it. That's the second uh, overall and third overall pick matchup there. And I don't think Leo Carlson even played. Yeah. So. All right, so in other news around the league, Shane Pinto was suspended for 41 games for violating the NHL's gambling rules. He is a he's a current free agent, correct? Yes, he's an OFA. Yes, yep. but he was a player on the Senators last year, obviously an RFA, as Nick said, but 41-game suspension. Crazy. Pretty rough. That is the, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the largest suspension in the NHL that they've handed out since, I think it was Rafi Torres got suspended, like something outrageous for, like a preseason hit or something like that. Must have been a good bet, though. I'm about to... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Another lengthy one I remember from a few years ago was when Tom Wilson had a hit on Oscar Sundquist in the preseason, and it was, was like, yeah, what, was like, 20 games? Yeah, that was like 20 games. That was made it? me really happy, but then he like got the last few taken away because he appealed it or something. The thing is, though, he didn't even bet on hockey, and he got 42 games. Exactly. Yeah, that's it's nuts. Like, something happened where his like, friend logged into his account. And I don't know, something like that. Apparently, that's totally illegal. So, so does this not do... The games count when he's still in RFA, or does he have to sign with the I team? I believe it already and, it already started. Okay. Yeah, um, even though technically the rule is, from my understanding, I believe like the rule is that players under contract, it starts like when you sign the contract. But for his sake, I think they started it at the beginning of the year. Okay. So, I don't know. He's got like thirty. Five games to go, something like so that. So maybe if he like signs in the middle of the season, it's however many games that team's already played. And yeah, how many he's served? Yeah, something like that. And apparently, before the suspension even came out, I guess Ottawa like knew about it, and they uh, resign uh, rescinded like all the offers they gave into. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to wait to sign him after he's... I mean, he had 20 goals last year. Like, this is a good player. Oh, yeah, he is a good player. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, as long as it wasn't, like, a cover-up from Ottawa. They were just like, oh, we don't want you associated with us. We don't want to get in more trouble. No, they're, they're not the Blackhawks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No, they are not. Also, going back to uh, Rafi Torres, he did receive a 41-game suspension for an illegal hit on Jakob Silverberg. What year was that? 2015-16 season. Oh, I thought that would have been earlier. That's that's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually that happens, though, like if you're a repeat offender. Yeah. And it's also a really Tom bad Wilson. hit. Yeah, like with Tom Wilson's <laughs> preseason well, hit. Well, I mean, Rafi Torres was definitely a repeat offender. <laughs> <laughs> How many, does it say how many suspensions or fines it had, or he had? Oh, God, hold on. I can find it. Probably a lot. 
I would assume so if it's 41 games. Like, as we kept saying with Tom Wilson. Oh, here we go. Rafi Torres suspension history. Apparently the NHL wanted to get more games out to Pinto. That's what I heard. They wanted, like, the whole season. Oh, my. Rafi Torres was first suspended four games in 2011, two games in 2012, 25 games in 2012. This guy just didn't get the memo. (laughs) Then... Hold on. Wonder what he's doing now. Uh, hold on. Uh, 2013, he was suspended six games in the playoffs, and then 41 games for the hit on Silverberg. He works for the NHLPA. <laughs> Does he actually? No, he doesn't. <laughs> Imagine. That, I don't know if they would allow him anywhere near the NHLPA. I do wonder what he's doing now. Who, Rafi Torres? Yeah, we're um, looking that up. Apparently, I don't know what he's doing. He might. Just I don't be know. Might be. Might be chilling. Doesn't really say. No, it doesn't. Guess we'll never know. Yeah, we'll, nope. we'll may never know. Nope. <clears throat> so earlier in the show, I had mentioned how I had to read a statement from my brother because last week on the podcast, I mistakenly said he predicted the Coyotes to make the playoffs. But then I checked his predictions. That was not correct. And my brother listened. And he wanted to say a little statement. Oh boy. Here we go. Here we go. So this is from my brother Andrew. Originally going into the season, I had the Coyotes getting at least 90 points this season, but just missing the playoffs. However, after watching Cooley, Keller, and the rest of the boys play so far, and the rest of the division starting off slower than I expected, I'm calling it first Coyotes to the playoffs. I don't think that's bold. Like they're a good team. You don't? I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're better than last year, but playoffs. They are playoffs. I mean, I definitely. I think I do agree with him that they are improved and are doing. Oh yeah, better. for sure. What did, I think? Yeah, they are definitely improved, <laughs> but. They, the top four in the Central are Colorado, Dallas, which are locks, and that third spot can go to the Yotes. I mean, Winnipeg's there, Nashville there. Maybe the Wild can start get going, but they can they can compete for that third spot or the Wild card. I, I, mean, don't think, I don't think that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. They're three and four on the season. They play Chicago tonight, so I mean, yeah. yeah. The Yotes are not making the playoffs, buddy. Yeah, well, they not. They might be. They might get close, but we we will see. They'll definitely Andrew. be better than last time. Yeah, but they, be they ain't they're, playoffs. Good, they're not bad. Also, I would like to mention that I also beat my brother in fantasy hockey this week. I only won by ten points, but a win <laughs> is a win, and I'm three and zero in fantasy hockey. Not a big deal. Let me have this win. My team was <laughs> not that great last year. <laughs> Especially, I I like beating my brother because he be bragging all over the place like ha ha I won but I'm just saying I'm just making it's a good statement to get off to a hot start let me have my hot start let me enjoy respect it respect to your brother honestly <laughs> respect to your brother let's go Yotes you two would be you, Nick you and my brother would totally get along okay bet <laughs> bet he says <laughs> we'll get him on the show and then you guys can have let's go tons of let's fun. go he wants to come on let's go he wants to come on so 
Yeah, he will probably talk lots of goalies and Leafs that day because those are his. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go, yes. No, Leafs and goalies. I should have said that order. Joseph Wall, best goalie in the NHL. <laughs> Anyways. The big wall. I do, I do think it's so funny how he's a goalie and his last name is Wall. Louis Domingue's the best goalie in the league. <laughs> Ain't no way Joseph Wall would destroy Louis Domingue any Not day. Spicy pork for life. Gosh. Anyways. Anyway. So we're going to do, we're starting a new little segment. It's called Pucks in Deep. Pucks in Deep. <laughs> and basically each week this will be, I mean, we already kind of do a little bit of a deep dive into everything on the show, but this is a little <sighs> bit deeper for a couple, deeper for like more fun things. So this week, since it's Halloween, we're talking about scariest things facing these teams that we're going to talk about. And obviously, we will start with the Penguins since this is first and foremost a Penguins show. So, um, Jake, we'll start with you. What is the scariest thing or scariest scenario? One of those two for the Me Penguins. Me jumping in front of a car after watching this game. <laughs> Not relating to you. Okay. Uh... The team <laughs> itself. Please do not go and do that. Uh, scariest thing facing the Penguins. Uh, the same problem as last year where they control pace of play. They outshoot the opponent and then the opposing team will go down the ice. They'll score a weak goal and it just rips the momentum out of the team and they just can't come back. It's brutal. Nick, That's my that? scariest thing. That 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 will happen more often. I mean the scariest thing I think facing the penguins at least like right now. I mean they play the ducks right now. They play the ducks next Tuesday. They play San Jose on Saturday. Then they play LA, then Buffalo, and then Columbus. If they don't win at least Four they have of those four next games. six games. Oh. That would be scary because, I mean, you're not playing that good of teams, and if you don't win, I I I would be scared. Okay, I, I'm think, going to be scared. I don't think it's. I don't think they're. How do I say this? I don't think they're playing bad. Oh, like, they're not. They're no. not playing bad. <laughs> this is like it's one... not like they're pinned in their own zone for. Oh yeah, the whole game. absolutely. It's just Jari and then the power play struggling. Like, do you think? I mean, do you think Sullivan's job is in risk right now? If it keeps up yet. like this, oh, if it keeps up, yes. But like as of right now, how long do you no. give him till? Maybe Christmas. Yeah, I'd say at the very latest Christmas. If they're not in a playoffs, I mean, look at like what the Penguins have done. Like in their history, like 2016, they fired Mike Johnson. What beginning of uh, like December like 12th of, yeah. or something, yeah. and then yeah. they went and won the cup. Like yeah. hiring Mike Sullivan. Yeah, and um, when they hired Biosma, Biosma came in the middle of the year. I forget when, but once again they fired their coach mid-season, and then Biosma came in and so what you're saying? They won the cup. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> I still believe. And also. The th- same thing happened with the St. Louis Blues in 2019. Exactly. They fired their coach yeah. around Christmas time. They were the worst team when, in the league, right? Exactly. Yeah, Went on January, to win the Cup. January 3rd, they were the worst team in the league in beginning of January, and then they went and won the Cup. So, yeah. honestly, I always don't really 
completely look at the first half of the year because you oh, can yeah. completely turn it around. We've yeah, seen it happen like, before. I, I'm not going to stop believing until middle or end of January. I'm not stopping believing because, like, I see it out there. Like, they're playing good. Oh, absolutely. That's, like, wh- that's why I'm yeah. not. I know it seems like I'm full of panicking, but, like, they're not playing bad. Like, no, they're not. Like, if they can find a way to just score and, like, get, like, a couple more They got to finish. That's what it's coming down Exactly. Mm-hmm. If they, they can finish. finish, this team could easily be, like, I don't know, like, 7-2 and two or something like that right now. In my opinion, I think they should be six and three. Six and three. I think that'd be. F- I think they could be like seven and two right now. Honestly, here All we right. are three, three and six. All right, so, and, uh, three and six. <laughs> so the next team we have is the Edmonton Oilers, and we'll start with you this time, Nick. What is the scariest thing facing the Oilers? Oh, uh, the scariest thing, um, facing the Oilers right now. Um, I mean, McDavid just got back in the Heritage Classic on Sunday yesterday um so that was good but i think the scariest thing facing them is goaltending <laughs> the goaltending that, the goaltending has not been good jack campbell i mean we're, he- we're over here like you're bashing joey and stuff at least we don't have jack campbell in that because god he has not played good i mean Stuart skinner hasn't been horrible but i feel like he just needs like, one more year being the backup, or, like, at least half a year being a backup in front of a Which is kind of weird, starter. because he was basically, Skinner was basically their starter last year and ended up with a Calder nomination. I mean, yeah, but... He wasn't that... Uh, he wasn't... He wasn't terrible by any no, means, but, like, he wasn't insane, I thought. So, yeah, I mean, I just... I just think their goaltending's gonna make or break this team this year. If their goaltending, if they can find a way to just be better in net, this team's gonna be better. Obviously, I mean, I mean the talent. Gonna, yeah, they're gonna score their goals. The talent's yeah. obviously there. I mean, oh, we yeah. saw it in the Heritage Classic last night. Like, like they absolutely steamrolled the Flames in that game in every part of the. Of the like in the offensive zone, neutral zone, defensive zone, they they play outplayed the Flames by a lot. And I mean, if the Flames can do that, like the Flames' talents there, like they have talent on offense, they have talent on defense. It's just the goaltending I'm worried about. Yeah, and to expand on that goaltending, um, both Skinner and Campbell each have a win. Skinner has two losses. Campbell has three. Skinner's goals against average is 3.51, and his save percentage is 8.63. And Campbell's goals against average is 4.35, and save percentage 8.78. That is horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. Jake, any comments on the goaltending? <laughs> or you know, any you other know how I feel things? about the goaltending. I mean, in order to win a Stanley Cup, you need solid goaltending for oh, yeah. four uh-huh. series. It's really what it comes down to. If you want to win a Stanley Cup, you need great goaltending. That's that's how you win. Yeah, if you want to be the Western Conference darlings, you need good goaltending. Another thing with Edmonton, like your bottom six could produce some more offense, and then they're right now they're two five and one. So yeah, they can't. You really just... don't want to finish in those wild card spots in the Western Conference. So. Oh no, and yeah. you can't just have McDavid and Drysaddle carrying you every night. Yeah, which did. 
I can't remember. Did they have a win during that time McDavid was hurt? No. Uh, no. They it was not. like two games. I mean, yeah, it was only out two games where they lost yeah. both of those okay. games. But they lost like two games with him already. So. Yeah. So nothing. I mean, that's another thing, too, is McDavid has not looked like himself this year. Like, at, have you, I don't, like, don't get me wrong, he's looked good, but, like, he hasn't looked like the insane best player in the world by far type we expect from McDavid this year. Like, he's looked, he just hasn't looked like himself. Yeah, through six games, he has two goals and seven assists. I mean, Switches. like, don't get me wrong, that's obviously <laughs> very good. Yes, it's still good. But that's not, Mc, that's not McDavid level. Dreisaitl has four goals and nine assists through eight games. Now, that's what we expect from Dreisaitl. Because mm-hmm. that's what we expect a little bit more than that from McDavid. And, you know. Yeah, that's not bad. McDavid will get going. Oh, no, no doubt he will. But it's just, what if he doesn't? Like, that's scary. He will. He's McDavid. Currently, the league leader, bleh, league leader in points is Jack Hughes with 18. Jack Hughes, absolute stallion. <laughs> Best-looking player in the NHL. All right, we will move on to the next team now, which is your good old Maple Leafs, Nick. Um, <laughs> and since it's your Maple Leafs, we'll start with you. All right, so, scariest thing. Facing this team. Oh boy. If they lose in the first or second round again, I swear I will cry so many tears. This team has the talent, it has the physicality, it has the um experience. Losing. <laughs> I mean the experience players, Jake. <laughs> Like Mark yeah, Giordano and the leadership. Brutal. And now with Joseph Wall, the greatest NHL goaltender this year so far, they have the goaltending. They're not winning a Stanley Cup with him. And they should at least make it to the Eastern Conference Finals with this team and the they talent do. they got. But knowing my luck and knowing all the Leafs Nation's luck... <laughs> They're either going to lose in the first round again to the Bruins or Lightning, or they're going to get swept in the second round, because that seems to be the theme of the Leafs. If they make it past the first round, they get swept in the second round. Technically, they didn't get swept last year. It was five was it? games, right? No. Oh. They got they, swept. They did? They did get swept. I forgot. <laughs> Don't give me hope. Don't do that. I swear one win. No, they I think the biggest fear for the Leafs. They is lost like every game basically by like one or two goals, and the scores came in, like the one. final yeah, minute. I swear it was. A five no, game I don't think they, they lost did. at home in overtime. I'm to give me... And they started at home. No. Give me a minute to fact check this. It's a five. <clears throat> Wait, hang on. I'm trying to figure this out. Oh, never mind. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. You were yep. right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Is it bad I don't remember the Leafs winning that game, though? You just remember it being so bad that you don't remember the win. Goodness. Wait, when did... 
Hold on. They won a game, Nick. Even if you suppress the trauma, they won a game. I didn't even know that they won game four. Backs are against the wall. They won. The boss at home. Dude, I just like... I literally had no memory of them winning game four. I literally thought they got swept. The whole series was He just like, didn't even yeah. tune into game five because he thought it was over. Dude. <laughs> Why did I think they got swept? Oh, my. My bad, y'all. My bad. I was wrong. All right, well, now, I thought they got swept. Now that, um, Nick's wrong. Either way, they lost in that second round, embarrassingly. Um, 4-0, 4-1, doesn't matter. They lost, and I cried either way. Jake, what about... I'd thoughts. say losing Nylander. Oh. Due to okay, that is true, though, because Nylander has played insanely good this yeah, year. Yeah, he's been great. Especially on the power play. Oh, I know. He's been he's been so good. I mean... That'd, they, be, that'd be big. Yeah, if they lose Nylander, it, it's so over. And he I wants mean, to get above nine, right? Above yeah. nine million? Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. He's been that good. Don't get me wrong, he does, but, like... The least of zero cap space. Well, yeah, they're paying Matthews and Marner. Matthews, Marner, Tavares. Yeah. Oh, Tavares. That's a bad contract. Oh. Hey, Johnny T. Much. I don't know why you're dissing Johnny T. He's tied for six in points right now. He's those, not bad. He's, four goals he's been and 11 good for the least for the past few years. It's just... He's not living up to that money, though. I, don't I mean, this year he is. 11 year. points. Sterling. So far. All right. So next we have the Wild, and Jake, we'll start with you. I mean, haven't they lost in the first round for like seven years in a row? Basically. Yeah, I feel like no one makes that as much of a meme as the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Like, I feel like that goes unnoticed. I know. Like, the Wild, like, forget the Leafs getting out of the yeah, first the round. Yeah, the Leafs got out. The Wild The can't. Leafs made it past the first round last year. I think it's time that we make the Wild into a meme now. I agree, because the Wild just, they're the Leafs of the West. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, the Wild can be good. They have the talent to get out of the first oh, round. Oh, absolutely. But they just don't. It's they're like the, the Leafs. Same. They have the talent, exactly. and they, they can't. They are the Leafs of the well, West. Aren't they still uh, on that Prize and... Uh, what did you say? Aren't they in the dead cat with Prize? They, they might be. I'm, yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Let's actually, they might be with Koivu, but I don't... Think with Parise because he was he played with the Islanders last year. No, not not for Parise because Parise is a UFA right now. I think. No, but they bought him out, um, so they might. Have to pay. Well, they've got five people on LTIR. So hold on, let me let me look on. at my let me look at the beloved cap friendly here. Oh, we are looking at the beloved cap friendly. Yeah, dead cap. Oh, dead yep. Jose and Suda. That's it. I can't. Oh, there's. Yep, you were right. My bad. They've How got... much are they paying him? Uh... Oh, God. In total, it's over 14 million. Of dead cap. They're each getting like. They're each getting 7 million. Oh, that's brutal. Well, I wonder why they can't get past the first round. They're at least getting. They're at least paying each of them about 7 million for the next two years, and then for the next four years after that, it's like. It's only hundred thousand. So yeah. it's, it's less. Yeah, yeah. So maybe within the next two years they can get a little. Maybe the next two years they can make it past the first round. Who maybe. Knows? Maybe 
the time we'll that they don't have that's terrible, terrible contract. Or it's just a little less terrible. Yeah. That's there. It'll be better. Any other scary things for the wild, Nick? I mean, I think Jake covered it, like, getting past the first round. <laughs> okay, buddy. All right, we've got two more. We've got the Flames now. So, one of which one of you wants to start? I'll start with this one. Okay, so, basically, I mean, the first, like, three games of the year, I had to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? They have a new coach. They have a new system they had to all get it used to, and... Okay, that's fine. It takes a few games. I mean, the same went for the Capitals, right? They struggled the first few games, and now they've, you know... They're 4-3. and three Yeah, they're 4-3. and three. Like, I had to give them the benefit of the doubt, and then the Caps figured it out with their new coach, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're winning. I thought that would be the Flames, you know, give them a few few moments to, you know, a few games to figure out their system and stuff with their new coach, but now. Um, simple. The Flames just haven't got going. They looked absolutely, as I mentioned, they looked like last night in the Heritage Classic. They looked <laughs> so brutal. Um, and their stars just haven't came out oh, at no. all. Like, Huberto, non-existent. Kadri, absolutely non-existent. I mean, like, I think... To be quite honest with you, I think at this point, it's starting to get where the Flames are going to start to realize they can't win with this yeah. team, they and got, they're going to yeah. start to blow it up. They got some big decisions to make with they do. I Hannafin on expiring contracts. I I think this is going to be a... I don't even know if this is going to be bold at this point, but I don't see Cardi staying with the Flames past the trade deadline. I think they're going to move him this season. I mean, if he does not get going, he's he's gone. There's a lot of term left has, on that contract. He has two points through nine games. Exactly. Like, And the thing I noticed, like, I don't know if you guys follow like Canadian hockey, like Instagram accounts and stuff like Sportsnet or TSN and stuff. But all like the promotions and stuff, right, mm-hmm. of this, of like the Heritage Classic, they were using, like, Kadri. Oh, like, yeah. they were promoting him as, like, that. the Flames' big star. And he's just not been going at all. Like, when you're promoting him as, like, a big star, you expect him to, like, step up to the plate. And, you know, when the team needs him, you expect him to go make the big plays, rally the team and stuff. He just hasn't done that. And when your big players, like, him and Huberto, have not gotten going, have not got going the way that they you know, they should, then, you know, the team's going to suffer, and that's exactly what's going on in Calgary right now. And uh, Nikita Zadorov came out, uh, apologized to the fans, you see that? Yeah, Zadorov literally apologized to the fans, like, we're not playing good right now, we know you expect better. Huberdeau needs to step up. Dude, Huberdeau? He came over getting 120 points from Florida, just hasn't been the same player. No. Not even close to that. No, he's been... Five points Horrid. in nine games. Like, that's not Huberto level. Like, the, le- the points leader for the Flames right now is Andrew Magnapani. I probably bought Andrew him. Mag- Man- 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 yeah. Man- yes. Andrew Magnapani? Yeah. Yes. Andrew Mangiapani. 
Thank you, Nick. You're welcome. Anyways, he I has six points through nine games. Bill Alito has six points through nine games. Yep. Oh my God, bro. Calgary man, what are you doing? Like this I'm telling you, this I is probably the darkest, scariest team in the segment, I'd say. I, I agree with you. We have one more team after this. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> but like their expectations aren't. Okay, but Calgary. their expectations are low. The Flames fans Well they, they expected to make I'm the playoffs. Just say, the, oh, sharks, yeah. the Sharks need to lose to be good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they need high draft alert, the Sharks are our next team. We okay, but the Sharks, like, everyone expected to be yeah. crap. Yeah. The Flames, everyone expects to be a playoff team. Yeah, I the Flames actually have players. In yeah. my predictions, I had them, I think I had them in wild card. I didn't expect too, too much from them, but I expected playoffs. Dude, I was thinking the whole team was going to turn it around. Like, they have the talent. I thought they were going to turn it around. This last year was just a bad year, and I thought they were going to finish top three in the Pacific. Which, don't get me wrong, it's still early, and that still can't happen. Mm-hmm. But from this team and every... Like, you know, like with the Penguins, as you mentioned, and like the Oilers and stuff. Like, we know the talent's there. We are expecting them to turn it around. Like, with the play and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, we've seen them flashes of brilliance. Like, we know this team can be good. Uh, these teams can be good. With the Flames, nothing has shown me that this team can turn it around. That's the thing that scares me the most, is that the Flames haven't had anything that shows they can turn it around. They have no life. I mean, they have they, no they, life. They You're fired, right. They fired Sutter to, like, because apparently he was an issue in the locker room. The guys, yeah, you know, they fire him and get a new coach. Stills not been looking good no this team doesn't have any life like the Oilers and the Penguins have shown like life and shown like we can turn things around like they know like they've shown we shut out the avalanche exactly we should have no excuses exactly whereas the Flames are just they haven't shown any life they've shown no really no competitiveness to be quite honest with you especially watching that you know the Penguins steamrolled them the Oilers definitely steamrolled them outdoors. It's just been, I don't know, it's just been tough. Tough to watch. I feel bad for Flames fans because they deserve better and they should be expecting better like we should. And should be interesting what they do at the deadline if the struggles oh, keep yeah. going. They'll Forget the deadline. I think they're going to make the moves like... They'll probably be a seller. That's I right. honestly think like if they're not better in like middle of November... I think they're going to be aggressive, and they're going to start making moves, like, right away. Mm. Like, I think we're going to see, like, a big trade coming out of Calgary by, like, November or December. I think they're not going to wait. I think they wait because teams get more desperate at the deadline. I mean, I agree with you, but I think the Flames are going to be desperate to improve their team. They'll definitely start talking, see what they can get. for. Oh, for sure. One quick side note about the Heritage Classic. What were your thoughts on the jerseys, specifically the Oilers one? I thought they were both mid. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want an Oilers one. What? I kind of liked it. I'm not going to lie. That's my hot take of the week. I like the Oilers jerseys. It was horrible. No, the I like The pants did I was not a- match. Okay, the pants. Okay, okay. The pants are a whole different ball game. The pants were absolutely horrible. Now, the jersey itself with the right pants, beauty. Now, not my favorite jersey in the NHL, but I buy one. Yeah, it's always 
definitely when you have those outdoor games and special events, those jerseys, special jerseys are always a hot topic. Like hit, miss. Oh, yeah, those pants are, are brutal. <laughs> okay, the pants were absolutely brutal, but the jerseys itself, take away the pants, they're beautiful. They're they're okay. I, I agree with Jake. They're kind of mid. Okay, I know you guys can't see, but for some reason, Jake's now looking <laughs> at the Penguins Islanders series from, like, 2019. Just came up. And I don't know why he's doing that to himself. Yeah, just just look away. Look away. Let's let's move on to the last team, uh, the Sharks. I actually have a scary scenario. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, no, no. They don't get the first no. overall pick again? Don't spoil it. Oh, was that it? It was that it. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was it, yes. my The scariest thing facing the Sharks is that they don't get the first overall pick, which kind of was also the scary thing facing the Ducks last year. Obviously, they didn't. They got screwed over again with a generational talent first overall pick moment because the same thing happened when... Crosby came in the league. I don't know what to exactly call it, Jake. But... I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at the fact that Jan Ruda and Granlin are stuck with the Sharks. Well, Granlin's hurt. We discussed yeah, that last we discussed week. That. But if this team doesn't get the first overall pick, I don't really know what they're going to do. And obviously, this first overall pick is not going to be Connor Bedard. No, like there's no generational I mean, this year, but no, but I feel he's like he's a good player. Yeah, I mean. yeah. I... First overall picks. I feel like you definitely want to have that because that could give you, like, even a momentum boost. Yeah, and this is how you rebuild. You have to be bad. Like, you look at a team like the Flyers, who just kind of been, like, fringe. Mm -hmm. They just haven't done the rebuild the right way, and this is how you do it. You have to be terrible like the Sharks are. Yeah. Maybe win more than a game. Yeah. Or maybe win a game in general. And you don't have to – your first overall pick, as we've kind of learned in the past couple years – they don't need to come in right away, and they also don't need to make an impact right away. Yeah, I mean, like, not, they're, not like everyone, Jack Hughes yeah. was, he was okay in his first year. He wasn't horrible, but he wasn't, like, crazy insane. Not but everyone's now, like Sidney Crosby. Kind I of mean, like, yeah, now he's, like, in conversation to be MVP, possibly could have won it last year. Same with Buffalo. They had Darlene and Power that they had drafted first overall in the past couple years yeah Darlene was okay when he came in power didn't even come in right away and now he's he's doing pretty good and they already gave him a huge contract extension so I think just the flames really need that first pick to at least have a good player who can develop and can make an impact in mm-hmm. the future these are 18 year olds like yeah they still have to yeah fully develop their game and get stronger off the ice so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it takes time who is even on the Sharks roster at this point? Um, Tomas Hurdle, Logan Couture, Philip Zadina, Duclair, Duclair, Mike Edward Vlasic, Jan Ruda, and Mikel Granlund. Who's Mackenzie Blackwood. Mackenzie Blackwood. He's a mid goalie. Not even mid. Wow. That's, that's rude. Oh, they have Mike Hoffman. Yeah. Oh. That's a... I completely forgot about that. He doesn't do much, though, no. No, he doesn't no do much. No one on the Sharks whole team is, doesn't do much. The whole this, team doesn't. Which is why this franchise as a whole is just They haven't won scary. a game this season. So the Pets no. got the Sharks next. What if they lose? If they lose, we need a new something. Something. The Penguins well, lose Sullivan did say that changes may be coming in this press conference. 
Oh. The penguins lose to the sharks. What he means by that is he's just gonna flip Raquel and Ross. It's, he it's better. Like, it's like um when what's his name, uh does that. Uh, Mike Tomlin. Oh. Uh, he, he was like, "Hey, we're gonna make changes," and then you guys there's know like more about practice changes. <laughs> it's practice changes. Really changes of how they practice. <laughs> So we're back here the next day after recording. It's now Tuesday when we're recording. And Happy Halloween! <laughs> and we just wanted to come because we had the day off today. Um, happy Pioneer Pause. Thank you, Point Park. Thank you. <laughs> we wanted to talk about the Penguin game last night rather than waiting a Dude, whole do week. We <laughs> do we really want to talk about this? This was your idea. I felt like we had to. I mean, we kind of have to. Yeah, this was your guys' idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was heartbreaking... According to reports from our very own Nick, Jake was on his knees. Literally, he put his he put his hood up, pulled the strings, fell to the floor, and didn't talk or say anything for like it was a solid five minutes. Not oh exaggerating. God, that was a long time. Like I was sitting there like counseling him, and Drew was just sitting there laughing. Well, you were down for a while too. Dude, I threw my Coke bottle. I threw my hat. Buddy throws I, his Coke bottle in the street and then drinks it. I oh threw my, my Coke bottle, it <laughs> exploded, it exploded, and there was like a sip left, so I just grabbed <laughs> it and just closed it. Gosh. I was that upset. But Jari, we can get to Jari ma- needing to make saves, but also that final power play. Oh my gosh. I was losing it. They, this is what I really observed from that, and even the 5-on-3 before that, which I don't Thankfully, we did score on that because if we didn't, I would have been excellent. We didn't even deserve that five on three. We did not. We did I not. Will take it. I will take it. It was a terrible goalie interference call. Joey yeah, literally went the other way where the puck was shot. I literally think Joey, if I remember correctly, he was like sideways after the shot went in. Yeah, that was not goalie interference, but we will take any stupid That's penalty I mean. Just call take, that we can Take get. what you can get. Exactly. And they can't even use that. Like, even their, on the um, broadcast, Mike Rupp was like, Okay, I guess we'll take it, but that's yeah. not it. No, that but was... the power play, like I know we said this when earlier in the show with that recording from yesterday, but they've got to stop passing. But they also need Preach. to move. Like yeah. they were passing and staying in the same spots. They need to move around. You're on a five on three. Yeah. You can move around, catch them off guard, get them spaced open, and take a shot. Show show. Which, okay, Jake has the deserved to win meter up. Uh, via money puck. The the Penguins Pens had an 87% chance of win winning this that game, game after a thousand game Dear simulations. Dear Lord. That's um, so bad. We outshot the Ducks 42-27. Again, again, we outshot our opponent Lucas and failed to win. Stahl, is that how you say it? Yeah, Lucas Destal. Yeah, he came in after... He just decides to have a... Great game. The Penguins saves. always run into a hot goalie no matter what team and what time of yeah, the year that, it is. That's literally the thing. No matter who's in net, it can be... I There's so many times where the Penguins have faced... It could be one of... Like, well, I guess a goalie who doesn't play much. It could be anti-Niemi we play, and he'll still have a stud game. Exactly. He'll make like... He'll have like a 970-something save. He had 33 yeah. saves. Anti-Niemi didn't do anything for us. Anti-Niemi, I think, played one game. Oh, three years. I don't know. He didn't even win as a penguin. I don't think. I 
yeah, Lucas he definitely did yeah, not. Lucas he was Assault, 33 horrible. saves, 943 save percentage. It's tough to beat those kind of numbers. I know. And then, uh, just it was just penguins hockey heartbreaking. Like I was just they didn't when when they didn't do anything on the power play. I was like, okay, just save it till overtime. And then as soon as I saw that breakaway, I'm like, this yeah. isn't gonna. We be knew Jari wasn't gonna save that. Oh God, no! And then just heartbreak. I was so hyped because I was like, oh, they're going to score here. If not, they have the momentum going into overtime. I know. And then... Then we decided to be the Penguins. Mason McTavish. I feel like Mason McTavish was all over us last night. He's all over everyone. He's played very good hockey. Yeah. The two games Jari's won, they've been both shutouts. Yeah. Jari needs to win with a couple goals. And five losses. In the five losses, he has a 4.15. Like literally, literally, that's so bad. He's eight forty nine save percentage in the four losses. We're looking like five losses. He's, he's looking played. like Edmonton's goalies. Dude, he is. So we discussed before. He we is. have this guy for five more years. I know. That was listen. I was fine with re-signing him, but I did not like it being for five years. I would have taken like two or three. Yeah. Because he's so inconsistent, I don't want to be locked on him for the next five years. Yeah. Even even the years they're bad, but like. To win a Stanley Cup, you need sound goaltending for four series in a row. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can't get that with Tristan If we Jari. can't even get he it cannot, with two goal, two games in a row, how are we supposed to get it He cannot be soft for four, four series. series in a row. There's no way. I think we do the 2016 route, and we call up Eol Blumquist and have him start for the Penguins. Well, maybe At least for like one or two games just to see how good he does. If he plays good, keep him. Like they did with Matt Murray. I mean, with Nadelkovich out, it could, exactly. be, it could be an option. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't here for the game, but how did um Magnus Helbrook look against Ottawa? Uh, he did, uh, he did, he did fine. You know, nothing too crazy. Okay. Like then in that case, yeah. Call when up. the game got away, it got away. But like he made he made the saves he needed to make to keep. Did, he, did he let in any goals? He let in two at the end. Okay. Call up, call up Lundqvistlin. <laughs> Yeah, the Penguins. I mean, need it's not easy. Your, oh, God, your first no, time no. of the season getting no. pulled right in the middle of the game. Yeah, that's that's yeah. tough to do. But maybe, he, he, maybe did start, his, he did fine. Start Halberg against the Sharks? Mm, maybe. I don't maybe. Know if I'd go that far. I feel like you put on Jari to try to get yeah. his confidence up against a bad yeah. team. Like, win, win a game that you're supposed to win. Horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah. If they lose to the Sharks, I think. And they don't play till Saturday. Like, they yeah, got a long get, break here. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. literally getting so much rest, and you're playing the San Jose Sharks of all like, teams. This could not be... If you lose this, there's literally zero, zero excuse to lose I don't know if it's game. good that it's such a long break, because now they're just thinking about it for five days. No, right? I would say... Say, I would say, say there's a game the next day, it's just move on, right? No, I would say this is a good break, in my opinion. But this is a game, there's no excuses. You're going to be fully rested... You have a rested Jolly. You're playing the Sharks, who haven't even won a game yet. They've lost the first nine games of the year. There's no excuse to lose to this team. This is None. this is a game where you make a statement and be like, hey, let's go. Yeah. Let's win this game. I'm trying to see... There's no excuse. There's none. Absolutely zero excuse to lose to the Sharks. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to see what the Sharks' penalty kill stats are. Because if the Penguins... 
Hopefully the Penguins can get going on the power play and start moving around their bodies rather yeah. than just moving the puck. Yeah. And maybe that can generate some confidence on. They have a 76% penalty yeah. kill. I'm trying to see where that is. And the Sharks, they play the Canucks on Thursday too. So they have a day break before the Pens game. The Sharks are 17th in the league on the penalty kill. So hopefully that can boost a little bit of confidence for the Penguins. The Sharks is horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, if we lose... And then the save on Crosby with Gibson. Like, come on, dude. I know. Like, that's so Penguins. I know. It, it It is. You're completely right. It is so Penguins. And it shouldn't even went down to that breakaway from McTavish. Like, yeah. That that call on Jari, the oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That that got the momentum back in the Penguins' hands. Yeah, but like if that didn't happen, I think the Pens make it. They yeah. maybe make it close. Who knows? But like they literally, they were handed that game to win that game. They were handed mm, yes, to win that literally. game, literally, and they threw it away. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, frustrating. So they really definitely need that win this weekend. Mm, absolutely. But that Ten was... o'clock start. Who's... I'll be up. I'll oh, be yeah. up. Oh yeah. I'm. We're going to the student center. Yes. That late. Yes. Heck yeah. Let's go, dude. I just. If they lose, I don't want to think about it. If they lose, let's not think about it. And let's it's a possibility. Let's wrap. It's fifty-fifty. Either win 50/50. or lose. So. Anyway. I saw a tweet. Oh boy. Oh. There's a ban- There's a banner. It said "Deserve to Win Meter." Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. He showed oh, me. No. He showed me this last night. It was the 2023 champs. So the Penguins always deserve to win, and then they don't win. Yeah, we're supposed to be like, really good, yeah. but they decide not to be. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> do you have this picture? No. No, I do not. Well, maybe we'll find it and we'll post it on the social media. Yeah. But. That was great two-part oh, show, I really. And I see a picture of the Penguins yeah, dead last much. week. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank the Center for Media Innovation at Point Park for letting us use the studio once and again. helping us with our tough technical difficulties. Yes, yeah, we're, still, we're still working out some kinks. So there might be a couple audio issues again. And also that's why this episode is a little late. And also because we wanted to talk about the Ducks game. So, um, yeah. thank you so much for listening. We will be back again next Tuesday with another episode. I think that's not the banner that Jake has just found on his phone. Found Some, something else, though. Something else. Don't really know what it is, but... Um, it's Halloween spirit. Yes, it is. Someone's costume, but we... Yeah, we'll be back next week. Thank you again for listening, and... Let's go pens. Yes. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, win on Saturday. Please. Please beat the Sharks. Please. Please. And thank you. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you. Uh, listening. Sorry. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>